at james.crid.land and in your favourite podcast app. I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. This week, is radio dead? This futurist thinks so. As much as it's sad to say it, but in terms of the younger demographics, in terms of the future of audio consumption, IP data has won. Ben Hammersley is a very clever man. He's a futurist and he sports a very fine Victorian bushy moustache and some fancy arm tattoos. He writes for Wired magazine and The Guardian and the word hipster might have been coined for him. But then he coined the word podcast, which is quite a claim to fame. He spoke at Radio Days Europe this year in Vienna. Radio Days is a great event, if a chilly one for somebody flying direct from the end of Australian summer into sub-zero temperatures. I didn't pack a coat and perhaps I should have done because it was bloody freezing. Anyway, Hammers's shtick was, predictably, that radio is dead. He drew parallels with Kodak, who failed to notice how quickly the world was changing. Radio delegates streamed out of his talk, slightly deflated. I've just been told that radio is dead, one of them told me, so I'm not quite sure what I'm doing at a radio conference. When technologists proclaim radio as dead... I like quoting the UK's chief scientist, Lord Kelvin, who in the late 1800s confidently predicted that we'd never build a flying machine, that X-rays were a hoax and that radio had no future. Kelvin later admitted that he was wrong about X-rays, even getting his hand X-rayed. But he never lived long enough to see his predictions about radio proved similarly incorrect. Ben's belief that radio is dead isn't quite as simple as it sounds. By radio, he means linear transmissions, and he believes that audio has a good future. Indeed, he claimed we are living through a golden age of audio. More people are listening than ever before, and the diversity of programmes is better than ever. And there's no doubt that on-demand audio is growing. Podcasting, naturally, but also the use of personalised apps like those from NPR and Capital and Kronohit. And a new personalised radio app that's been promised, again, by the BBC. And currently we're mainly generating audio for these things by taking our linear broadcast and editing it, after broadcast, into small chunks for these apps. The radio industry so far has been keen not to interfere with live radio. Instead, in the main, digital teams are forced to take pieces produced for one medium and crudely refashion them for another. Our desire to feed the transmitter has taken precedence over our desire to create great audio that works on demand as well as live. I don't believe that linear transmissions are dead, especially in the next three years. In most countries, 90% of people listen every single week to linear radio, and that is simply not going to disappear quickly. However, much of live radio is also lazy radio, unpolished and underproduced. The difference between the production values of the New York Times' daily and a typical morning news programme on the BBC, ABC or NPR is stark. A three-hour chunk of audio is unwieldy and a poor experience when compared to well-produced short-form content. At some point, we need to avoid our own Kodak moment. Rethinking how radio is produced is vital. And better to think about that now instead of when we're forced to. You can get my weekly newsletter at james.crid.land and daily podcast news at podnews.net. And until next time, keep listening.